everyone, this is the 4040 Vision podcast, the ultimate sports history podcast where hindsight is 4040. I'm your host, Osama Dahoud, and I'll, today I'll be going through uh, with Jake Paul fighting this weekend, kind of uh, the YouTube deboxing, but not just YouTube deboxing, but other kind of moments in combat sports that may have felt like novelties that became big moments and led to um, huge transitions from maybe one genre uh, to another. Uh, so with Jake Paul fighting this weekend, it's a huge moment in terms of can a guy who uh, got famous through YouTube and had a bunch of money and just put it into trainers and sparring partners all of a sudden is on the brink of having a professional boxing record. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but I want to go back in time, not too far in time, but I want to start with a moment that is was super important uh, because of how unique it was. And it's kind of the emergence of Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey uh, was an Olympian uh, in, in judo. She was very decorated and she was in an organization called Strike Force, which was acquired by the UFC. And, you know, she's a legit trailblazer. She was incredibly dominant. If you ever saw any of her early fights or later fights for that matter, she would just grab a hold of her opponent and do that uh, classic judo takedown and put them in an arm bar. And there was nothing anyone could do about it because it was just something that she was better at than 99.999% of anyone who's ever tried judo in an octagon or, or a cage. Uh, and she was a huge part of the increase in value of Strike Force as a company. And they became a notable competitor in part because of her emergence. And Dana White once upon a time said there will never be a female fighter in the UFC. And Ronda Rousey's uh, success totally bucked that uh, prediction from Dana White. And they started a women's division. Uh, it's it's a little unique compared to some of the other um, notable topics I was thinking through here. Um, when I started watching MMA in 2007, it was unheard of to see a women's division. But Ronda Rousey is one of those where it's like, we'll never see a woman fight. And we were all wrong because uh, this one fighter uh, paved the way. And now we have so many talented women fighters in UFC and Bellator uh, across combat sports. Now, the next one I want to talk through is Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar was uh, considered a, a little bit a novelty fight. A lot of MMA fans were rolling their eyes at this gargantuan professional wrestler entering into their sport uh, and, and immediately fighting for, almost immediately fighting for a title. He fought in another organization very briefly. And then he comes into the UFC and... He wins. He 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 uh, he fights Frank Mir, and he barely loses. He was winning that fight against Frank Mir. They give Brock Lesnar the rematch, and he beats Frank Mir pretty easily at UFC 100. And this was kind of this first huge wave, right? A lot of folks didn't know that Brock Lesnar is this amazing, decorated collegiate wrestler with an amazing record and national titles. This was a, one of the first, maybe the first huge wave that brought attention to the UFC. Wrestling fans wanted to see this guy that does professional wrestling was actually going to win the UFC heavyweight title. And he was legit. He defended the title. And as the competition 
stepped up and wrestlers that were more elite like a Cain Velasquez were able to to put a stop to him. But nonetheless, Brock Lesnar was one of those like, is he really going to do this? He's a wrestler. There's no way. And he did. Um, so that was a huge one. One that I thought was that's a little closer to this is Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice was uh, in street brawl videos on YouTube. He was in backyards fighting for money, beating guys up hand-to-hand uh, combat with no gloves, no wraps, not just bare-knuckle boxing. Uh, and he was whooping guys that had no business fighting him. Uh, but he wanted to prove at some point that he wasn't just the guy who could beat everyone up at a barbecue. Uh, and he joined the Ultimate Fighter, and he performed well, and he won a few fights. And I think this was a huge win for the UFC and a huge win for Kimbo Slice. I think in terms of credibility, um, it, it was a huge thing for him. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away. But nonetheless, Kimbo Slice was a legend, man. Um, yeah, RIP to Kimbo Slice. In terms of novelty fights, because we're talking about Jake Paul, which started off as a novelty and is becoming might become something more, I kind of draw the line at Vitor Belfort versus Evander Holyfield. Vitor, Vitor Belfort fought in the UFC for a long time. He was a great fighter. Uh, and Evander Holyfield is one of the best heavyweight fighters of all time. He fought him last October in 2022. And Evander Holyfield was nearly 60 years old. But this fight never should have been sanctioned. It was over quickly and this is the kind of crap that as a, as a fighting fan I, I don't like seeing and it's a part of history that will be forgotten uh, when you think about novelty fights and these kind of moments this is not this is one of those where you don't confuse it with with legitimate fighting um, so I wanted to just note that in, in terms of attention uh, before I talk about Jake Paul there has been just like huge movement of YouTubers that have all this wealth and want to fight each other and give boxing a bit of a go. Logan Paul, who lost a fellow YouTuber turned boxer KSI, went to distance with Floyd Mayweather, believe it or not. I sure don't believe it. KSI is a boxer. Uh, he's a YouTube star, similar to Jake Paul. He's taken boxing very seriously. Uh, he f- fights in the UK a lot, um, but he's been very careful in picking his opponents. Uh, other, you know, Two notable celebrity moments, Shaquille O'Neal fighting Oscar De La Hoya and Shane Mosley. Not the same thing. They had headgear on. And Jose Canseco, who has tried everything under the sun for money, including a paid excursion to go look for aliens, has also tried boxing, uh, and he failed at it. Now, when I, when I think, let's talk about Jake Paul. When I think about Jake Paul, he's kind of at, he's on the border here. Uh, he's when you think about Floyd Mayweather, everyone wanted to see him lose to a certain extent because he was undefeated. He was very loud about it. Um, I loved it, uh, but there was definitely a part of him that was like, hey, I know you want to see me lose and you're going to pay for this pay-per-view. Come find out if I'm going to lose. He knew it um, and he was amazing. Jake Paul is kind of at this point where you're not you're not hate watching necessarily, but it's it f- still feels it's felt like a bit of a freak show. But Jake Paul has been training with top class boxing trainers and sparring partners that are very experienced. He's very serious about boxing, and he has been careful about who he fights. I you know Nate Robinson was a comical 
mismatch that's kind of uh, and then he's he's kind of had these retired washed up MMA fighters like Ben Askren and Tyrone Woodley. Uh, I would say that the Anderson Silva win was a bit more impressive because Anderson Silva had a little success. I know he was in his uh, late 40s, but he had some success boxing. I thought it was a decent win for Jake Paul. And I think now uh, people want to see if he's going to lose or not. They want to see how far this journey of YouTuber turned boxer goes. Tommy Fury has a name attached to him. His brother is the best heavyweight boxer in the world, Tyson Fury. And Tommy Fury isn't an amazing puncher, but he's young. He is a big puncher uh, with professional fighting experience. So this is a huge test for Jake Paul that I believe if he wins, gets him. Uh, I think he'd have a 1-0 record as a professional boxer if he beats Tommy Fury. Uh, so this is a huge moment for boxing. And what, what I like about these novelty fights or these these kind of pivotal moments or these paradigm shifts, if you will, is they bring a lot of attention to these combat sports, a Ronda Rousey, a Brock Lesnar, a polarizing figure like a Floyd Mayweather or a Conor McGregor. This is the, the moment that could break through. YouTubers have been trying this out. Uh, but Jake Paul is fighting someone who um, has a name to him. And uh, other boxers are, are starting to kind of recognize like, hey, I want some of that money too. Who's going to put me in the ring with Jake Paul? And that's something to keep an eye on if he wins this fight. If he loses, uh, I'd love to see how he responds. Does he try it again? Does he run it back? Does he stick to fighting lower class opponents it will be really interesting to see um but from a, the the implications historically have been if this goes well it continues to trend upwards uh when it's legit when it's not a clown show and you're not throwing little people in uh or you're throwing in celebrities with like danny bonaducci fighting and tanya harding you know figure skaters this has potential to be something a lot bigger um, and that's what it's interesting to me about it. And, and we'll see in hindsight what an, ends up being the case, what kind of mark Jake Paul has on the history of boxing in the long run. It could be just flash in the pan and he loses to Tommy Fury and he gets knocked out. It's like, well, he finally fought a professional boxer um, and he got knocked out and no one cares anymore. Or he knocks out Tommy Fury and it's like, okay, Jake Paul has a legitimate claim. He's going to keep getting attention. He's going to get pay-per-view buys. Uh, and people are going to want to ride this train and see, okay, when's Jake Paul going to lose? Is he going to keep beating up boxers or washed MMA fighters? What's going to happen here? Uh, so we'll see. I'm a huge boxing fan. If you notice on 4040 Vision, I, I, I've already done one on Mauricio Shogun Hua. Uh, interested to see what happens with Jake Paul. Uh, our old friend that we, uh, friend of the show, Mohsen Kaysen, is fighting on that pay-per-view card uh, this Saturday. Shout out to him. Inshallah, he, he gets uh, a win on Saturday night. Um, but thank you for listening. Please subscribe wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Overcast. Uh, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you. Thank you.